1: Welcome to Curious Minnesota, I'm your host, Eric Roper. Today's show is about important research that you may have actually participated in, whether you knew it or not, if you've ever traveled on Interstate 94 west of the Twin Cities. It's called Min Road, and basically what they do there is study how different roadway materials hold up amid the abuse of real-world traffic conditions and Minnesota's extreme weather. That data helps engineers across the country and as far away as Iceland build better roads. Cool, right? We're talking today with audience producer Ash Miller, who wrote this story for us in July, prompted by a question from an anonymous reader. Well, Ash, thanks so much for joining us today. So I think what's really interesting to me about this topic is that people may have participated in this roadway experiment that we're about to talk about, but don't really know that. So how would you know if you had or not? Where would you have had to drive before?
0: You kind of have to know that it's there. You wouldn't really know when you're driving on it. So let's say you are driving to St. Cloud or North Dakota along I-94.
1: Past the outlet mall. Pass the outlet key, mall. Key landmark for anybody on I-94. Yes,
0: right. <laughs> and the road heading west will split into two lanes. And signage will direct you either to the right or to the left. And those two lanes are actually the experiment. So those two lanes are divided into around 500 foot sections. And each section is a different experiment mm-hmm. that is being run by Minroad and their partners. And the experiments can range from anything from concrete mixtures to they're measuring environmental factors, just so many experiments, mm-hmm. dozens and dozens. And every time that you drive, on that stretch, that three-mile stretch, you are participating in those experiments, right. and all you have to do is drive. That's now, it.
1: We can see when we're driving, we see like either asphalt or concrete or something like that. But yeah. below ground, there's this whole like complex sandwich of stuff that's making up the roadway, right? And that's really what these experiments are kind of about, including some fiber optic cables in some sense.
0: Yeah. So each test section is kind of a, like you said, a unique sandwich of different materials. So Asphalt, concrete. They've started doing experiments where they can mix in fibers. They're mixing in recycled plastic bottles. Just testing different ways that we can increase the longevity of roads that we're building. So a lot of our infrastructure now across the country was built in the 60s and 70s. It's getting pretty old. So the experiments are kind of twofold. They're basically trying to figure out how to increase the life of the infrastructure that we already have. And at the same time, they're trying to build better roads from the ground up, literally. So they're working on fixing what we have, and they're also working towards the future.
1: When you say fixing what we have, what do you mean by that?
0: One of the main things that they talked about when I toured the facility was they're kind of working towards making our roads more efficient. So, yes, it's easy to fix a pothole, but what if we intervened before the pothole even formed? So it's a matter of working smarter, not harder. And sometimes that means spending more money early. So that's where local governments kind of come in because they're obviously very interested in how they can save money in the long run so it's a very interesting intersection of cost and effort and science that's kind of all at play here and that's what makes the research that minroad is doing so valuable right is that it's real-world conditions applied to small sections that can then be utilized across the country
1: right and so this is basically sort of the premier especially cold weather road testing site in the country is that yes, right
0: there are several testing facilities, but none as sophisticated as MinROAD. So what makes MinROAD so unique, for the most part, is two things. One, they test concrete and asphalt. Most testing sites only test asphalt or concrete, not both. And the other thing that makes it unique is Minnesota is unique. So we obviously get extreme cold, but we also get extreme heat, as we learned this summer when roads started literally exploding Mm -hmm. from the heat. So other testing facilities are kind of One, they're prepared for warm weather or they're prepared for cold weather. But Minnesota can kind of do both.
1: And this is partly why like other states, departments of transportation are part of what pays for Minroad, right?
0: Yes. Other states use the research that's done on a small scale here in Minroad and apply it to their roads citywide and countywide. So let's say my home state of Idaho, we have extreme weather too. We get extreme heat and extreme cold. And so they would be very interested in the type of research that Minroad is doing because they're facing similar conditions. We have the same, you know, ailing, aging infrastructure in the same extreme temperature drops and spikes. Right. So the research that's done here can be easily applied to the same roads. Well, and
1: I think it, when we were when you were working on this story, you told me that they're basically as far away as Iceland, there, there are people relying on this data to build their roadways, right? Yeah,
0: it's a real world experiments being run because you don't have to simulate traffic. It's actually traffic. It's actually people driving to St. Cloud, to North Dakota, and here they can do it for a low cost instead of, you know, a city being like, okay, we'll use this on our Roads, and then them finding out a year later that it's not going to work.
1: Right, and it, it's not just it's not just public government. It's not just governments that are interested in this. It's also industry, right? That yeah. is a part of this whole thing.
0: So MinRoad is funded in large part by what's called a pooled fund study and or pooled fund research. Basically, they get bunders from local governments, federal governments, industry leaders, and you know scientific research universities, all putting money into the research being done here because the results have lasting impacts, not just across America, it's across the world. People are interested in the research that's being done here.
1: Right. And that's why we, as the headline of the story, we we borrowed from one of the quotes and said, why a slice of I-94 is a candy land for researchers.
0: Yeah. Because like I said, (laughs) you don't get the real, like not a lot of research can be done with such real world conditions where it's out there in the weather. It's out there with real drivers. The science behind it is just fascinating. I can go on and on.
1: Yeah. So Ash, like on first blush, I hear about this, you know, obviously driving is potentially a very dangerous activity and now I'm learning, oh, I'm a part of an experiment I didn't know about. So let's talk about what kinds of experiments are happening. Should I be worried for my safety or (laughs) not? Uh,
0: No, 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 no. So these experiments are very routine, very run of the mill. So one kind of real world example of the experiments they're running is they're attempting to answer the age old question of why does road construction takes so long mm. specifically minroad um, and its partners are kind of looking at asphalt and concrete and how long it needs to dry and cure before traffic is allowed back on obviously when roads are shut down for repaving and you know reworking it causes a lot of headaches with drivers it's also dangerous for workers to be you know on the freeway so long mm-hmm. so the experiment is looking at if we can shorten the time that traffic is off the road. Like if we can let traffic back on sooner than the industry standard now so that we can shorten the delay experienced by drivers and get workers off the freeway sooner. And that's a long term study. So they're kind of measuring effects for years down the line. So the study's still ongoing. So we don't really have an answer
1: right away. Okay. And so we we should talk about this strange loop. It's actually a part of Min Road. It's just next to the freeway. And if you were to Google Min Road, you're going to see a lot of this random loop and it's kind of got a strange shape to it and it's on the side of the freeway. And it's not the most interesting part of the facility, but it is the most sort of visually obvious. So what's going on on this strange loop that's right next to the freeway?
0: Yeah. So Min Road is actually made up of Three different roads, those two lanes that I just talked about that you drive on when you're on I-94, and then, like you said, the closed loop, which is slightly off the freeway, and it's completely closed. No traffic goes on it except for the researchers. So when I got a tour of the facility, I was sitting there watching this truck driver drive on this road over and over again, like clockwork. It just him just driving on it. And that's what it that's his job. He just drives on this road for hours on end, going the consistent speed. And what is being tested there is low volume roads. So the research that's being done on the interstate is testing high volume roads like interstates and freeways, whereas the low volume road is just that. It's more city roads and county roads that get traffic, but not that much traffic and doesn't have to be built as thick.
1: Right. And he's pulling what it's like a modified sort of tractor trailer with a bunch of weights on it. Yeah. To
0: simulate Low traffic levels. okay. So the closed loop is kind of actually broken down into two lanes. He drives on the outside lane, that driver, and just drives over and over and over. Whereas on the inside lane, research is being done into environmental factors. So they're seeing how concrete holds up in the sun or holds up as rain comes in and seeps into the ground and starts to deteriorate the concrete. And so that no traffic is on that section. Yeah.
1: It's fascinating. I mean, concrete is a very interesting material. I was surprised by the amount of layers and the amount of depth that there is to any given road. I mean, if you build like a landscaping project, there's all this kind of layering that happens underneath. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's the same thing with a roadway. There's actually like 20 or more. I mean, it was many inches of different sort of pieces of what you call like a sandwich, right? Of yeah. all these layers. I mean, that's yeah. what maybe you don't realize when you're on a road.
0: Yeah, and so luckily um, I got to see the server room for Min Road. So in that main interstate testing road, they have fiber optic cables that run from underneath that road back to the facility. And that allows researchers, you know, to collect just incomparable data because it's measuring, you know, moisture levels. It's measuring the stability. It's measuring everything that we can't see just looking at concrete.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, And you can actually go online and look at all these cross sections, which I spent about half an hour doing because if you're into it's this kind interesting. of thing. Yeah,
0: it's interesting. You can. <laughs> it's you not can, for everybody. You can see every experiment that's being run and just it breaks it down and it's just so much. It's just so much. That's all I can say is there's so much data and there's so much research that's being done here. It's it's insane.
1: We'll leave a link to some of these resources in the show notes in addition to Ash's story. There's also, I think, a video of the person who does the inner loop and his truck that goes round and round, which yeah. is probably also worth uh, watching. So we'll put those yeah. in the show notes. Well, Ash, thanks so much for joining us. I feel like, you know, I have I definitely had driven on this stretch before without knowing what we it was. We all have, yeah, we and all I, have. And I definitely saw some signage. I said some things about Min Road and I saw that there was that weird loop and I kind of, okay, that must be what Min Road is. But no, I was actually in the middle of it the whole time. Yeah. So you've given us a lot of great info here to uh, empower us as we go on I-94 to know what's going on all around us.
0: Yeah, I the way I keep describing it is that I am incapable of driving on the freeway now without being absolutely insufferable because I am so pretentious about the knowledge that I have gained from researching this story. So every time I drive, I'm like, oh, did you know we're driving over this specific rut, which is to prevent buckling and cracking and blah, 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 blah. So yeah, Yeah. I am a delight to drive with.
1: This sounds like when people ask me about wastewater, which is kind of a Pandora's box, because I'll just keep (laughs) going about that for quite a while. (laughs)
0: This is why journalists are only friends with other journalists.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Well, Ash, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah.
0: All right, that's it
1: for today's show. I will leave a link in the show notes to Ash's story, which has more details about Minroad. We'd love to hear your feedback about this podcast or any questions you'd like to see us tackle here at Curious Minnesota. Send a note to curious at StarTribune.com. Thanks so much.
0: Thanks for listening to Curious Minnesota. We want to hear from you. Ask questions and read more stories online at startribune.com backslash curious. Our show is recorded at the Star Tribune's headquarters in beautiful downtown Minneapolis. And our music is produced by Matt Gilmer. If you like the show, please rate us on iTunes or leave a review. And until next time, stay curious.